Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 2, Episode 6, it's called The Schizoid Man. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. And this episode features a old scientist who is well-renowned and, you know, much loved and respected uh, by his peers and everyone in the, in the community, but he's dying and he does something a little bit dirty. He, he tries to steal Data's body and take it for himself. So that's Temporarily succeeds as well. Yes, yes. Um, so that's the premise of the episode. Uh, I shall ask the Z question. Connor, did you enjoy the schizoid man? Yeah, it's not bad, actually. That fun. I mostly had fun as well. I, I think... Um, I don't know if it's going to go down as like one of the best episodes ever by any means, but... Um, Brent Spiner doing... Like, playing a different version, or playing a different character, essentially... Well, whilst, yeah. he's still, whilst he's still technically data, uh, was pretty fun for the most part. It Espe- was, especially since he kept bad mouthing or saying things to Picard that would like, Picard's like, "What did you just say, Commander? What, did, what, what was that? What were you saying?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, that was fun. I also think the uh, the cold open might be the, the my favorite one yet. Yeah, we have to talk about data with the beard. Oh my god. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Someone likes Riker's new beard. Someone does. Someone in the prop department. Uh, I don't know. Does does a a fake beard fall under props or uh, hair and makeup? Uh, See, normally I'd say who found it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, normally I would say it's, it, it's clearly hair and makeup. However, in this case, it's supposed to look a fake beard. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's just like a shitty fake beard because that, therefore yeah. it's a prop, as opposed to supposed to hair and makeup. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um. So it's all very funny. I love that uh, Troy can't even withstand her laughter and has to she run out of the room. She just has to laugh and walk out. It's great. Yeah. She, she invites Jordy and Troy to see it, and it's like, okay, Jordy, we get. We've seen them be friends before, and Picard even calls them best friends later in the episode. Uh, yeah. But Troy, I was like, oh, Troy, okay. Troy's the other one that he, he wants there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. needs a, a, woman, a woman's opinion. I don't know if it's that. I think it's because he knows that she's into Riker, and he wants to, like, hey, uh, what do you think of me now? I'm, I'm surprised none of them overtly commented on the the clear inspiration yes yes uh yes because i thought you know it, it, it's almost like okay no data looks up to Riker, right and this is his True. way of showing it like an it, older it, brother weirdly. yeah like yeah. an older brother he's yeah I'm, I'm so i'm genuinely surprised they didn't actively comment on it you, you know um, but it, it, it was funny all the same and i i uh i enjoyed it so they're going to this planet because there's been a distress call about this old this old uh, dude's health. Uh, Ira Graves is the name of the, the dude, uh, Doctor Ira Graves, and he uh, they don't get hear anything back from him. Those distress calls went out from his assistant, uh, but they're not uh, communicating. And we find out later it's because he wouldn't want to actually call for help, so she's just hiding it by turning off all the comms essentially. Mm. Uh, but on the way. They get a distress call from a ship that's that, that basically the passengers are suffocating, so they have to go help the ship. It's like this is like priority one. So they come out of warp just quick enough so that they can beam down a, a party to the planet to help the doctor. Uh, and Pulaski doesn't go. We, we get a, a Kling, uh, not Klingon, sorry, a Vulcan uh, doctor who's on the ship. Yeah. Who not, I don't think we've seen before. At least if we have, uh, wasn't memorable. Which was because was Pulaski in the opening? of this episode uh she she was given the special appearance credit after the titles she wasn't in the the opening but that may have been true for all the episodes for all i know no no she wasn't in the the, the very opening of the the episode itself in the cold open i feel like did she have a line at the start oh no she 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 yeah because she talks about uh, how well renowned the doctor is because it's her that introduces him that's it yeah 
So that's why I thought it was really weird when she wasn't the doctor gone down to it. I sure, like, yeah. That, that seemed weird. Yeah, uh, but they, they, they go down and there's a little joke here where because they just came out of warp, the, the beam is a little bit wonky. It's a bit weirder than normal. And Troy, when they land, Troy's like, you know, for a second there, I thought I was trapped in that wall. And Worf's like, for a second you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they go down there, the Enterprise goes off to deal with the other crisis. We don't see the other crisis, it's, just, it's an excuse for them to be away for a while while we're dealing with just the, the party. Yeah. And um, so this Ira is a bit of a, bit of a, a chauvinistic pig, let's be honest. Uh, Egotistical dickbag. I could not believe the... Because he goes, goes up to Troy and says, oh, look at this fine specimen of a woman or something to that effect. And then Troy says, I thought you didn't like people. And he responds with, women aren't people. They're women. And I thought... It's weird that he means it as a compliment. He though. does. He, he, yeah, he, like, he's, tr he's trying to say you're better than the men. Because there's a, there's a there's a scale. Because there's, there's women at the top, then there's people, and then there's doctors. Yes, yes. He doesn't like doctors. He, he makes that Which, very clear. I, I actually... Because... That bit made him like sort of like likable at first, where you know he's you know he's you know he talks about you know oh you know no one likes doctors, but he makes this comment and, and tries to oh doctors aren't people. And he goes oh no, you know ask any patient, and you know it kind of okay. He seems eccentric, but yeah. you know reasonable, and it, then quickly gets way worse. Yeah, it's funny because I don't think the episode's done anything wrong. It's just this character's that way, and that's whatever. But I, I yeah. think uh, for me, I feel like. Like, cause Troy just stands there and lets him kiss her hand and says, "Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you." After he says that, and I couldn't help but feel that today, if they were writing this episode and that line was there, uh, they wouldn't have had her respond that way. They'd have had her react to what you just said. She's, she's being extremely diplomatic. <laughs> extremely diplomatic. Um, but you know, he's a little grump as well, and he thinks he's better than everyone else. But Data goes to speak to him, and they kind of. Uh, oh, there's a funny little moment actually before this. His assistant, who's never seen a Klingon before, goes up to Worf and is like. Are you a Romulan? He's like, how dare you say such a thing? And then Iris says, oh, for, you must forgive her. She's never seen uh, anyone. Now, um, they look very different, but they do actually act very similar uh, despite that. And then Worf's like, again. how dare I stand here and take such insults or something yeah. like that. You know, he's, just, then, he's livid. Yeah, but then he notices Data and he recognizes the work of, you know, because the guy who built Data was his, his student, essentially. Mm. Um. But yeah, so Data, he asked Data to call him Grandpa. So Data yeah. keeps calling him Grandpa, uh, which has a couple of, a lot of funny moments actually where he kind of calls him Grandpa after he says something really like, because he says at one point, I was a lady killer in my day. And he was like, wait, you condone homicide? He's like, it's an expression, <laughs> Data. But he says, you condone homicide, Grandpa. It was just the way yeah. he said it. It was like such a Data line. It was. Uh, but yeah, so he says, oh, I, I technically can die. I have an off switch. You know, for all intents and purposes, I'm dead. I don't like to think about it, though. And then, of course, I guess this look in his eye and he's like, where would one maybe find this? Or, don't tell me, actually. Because data guess. starts to, you yeah. know, just, just as he's like, ah, oh, I, I want the challenge. Cause, and, of course, cause next time you see data, he just walks in the room and goes, yeah, that's it, I was dead. He snuffed it. Um, but already, like, I guess this is the thing about the acting here is that Spiner's body language and the way he delivers these lines, it's, it's, it's relaxed. It's just enough for us to know that we know exactly what's happened. We know exactly what's happened. Yeah. Iris put himself inside data. And, but it's not so extreme at this point that you, it, it's not enough to be saying, oh, while all the other characters looking at him and going, you're acting weird data yet. Cause that comes later. And cause he does and act really weird. He, he does. Yeah. And with good reason, but in me, not immediately for them, you know, they wouldn't yeah. be questioning it. You know, Maybe they're going, 
well, you know, you know, he just watched his his grandfather die. You know, maybe he's taken it weirdly. And there's also this kind of um, it's also wrapped up in just finding out this person's just died. So there's a lot of emotion in the room. And yeah, you know, so. Uh, and we find out, of course, that he had feelings for his assistant, who's like a third of his age. She's like twenty-five. And he's yeah. Like, you know, but she 70. also admits that she does have some feelings for him, but he's just too old. Yeah, obviously, the age just made it yeah. impossible. Uh, but, different, different but she admits, you know, if, if he was younger or she was older, then things could have been very different. So we get back on the ship, and they're going to give give uh, ira uh, you know his body uh, a funeral they've got they've got his uh his coffin in the the transport beam and the, the, all, all the main crew are standing around including wesley for some like i get the rest of them because the rest of them are like, the head of departments and it's you know first and second officer blah 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 um but i was like wesley's just an ensign who's on the bridge like why is he here <laughs> because reasons because reasons yes uh so picard gives a little speech and then uh, I, I read like, data. Yeah, he goes, oh, anyone else wants to say a few words? Yeah. I was just trying to think of what to call him to make it clear that we're talking about Ira and data's body. So I think I, we'll just call him Ira. Ira, okay. Ira's like, oh, no, I, I could say a few words. And Picard's like, oh, please do. And this is where we get the speech where he's like, yes, to know him was to love him. And to love him was to know him. And those who knew him loved him. And those who didn't, Loved him. <laughs> From afar. <laughs> From afar. And, and I was also like, oh, he never thought about himself. He was so selfless. He always, you know, it was an area thought about himself. So, so humble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's, this guy giving himself the best eulogy <laughs> possible while calling himself humble. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And of course, yeah. uh, eventually Picard just says, you're finished there. Quit this right yeah. now. And, you know, like, I just want to say, it's like, no, you are done. They get back to the, back to the bridge, and Wesley's like, "Data, what was that? To know him, to love him, was to love him, was to know him." But then I realized it's such a way with words, Commander Data. He's like, "Ah, a boy of your age will never understand." You know, when you get to my age, and he's like, "Technically, you're about the same age as I am." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of only a little bit older. He's yeah. like, "Well, you're as old as you feel." Yes, and everything. And I love how behind them, the whole scene, like Raker almost says nothing this episode, but behind them, Raker just got this grin in his face. He's listening to Data sounds so weird. He's like, "What's going on?" He, yeah. he didn't even see the beard. Like, imagine if Raker saw the Raker beard on him. <laughs> oh no, he's like Data. What are you doing, being all philosophical? Just, just relax. <laughs> yeah, and of course, this is where Picard brings on uh, the assistant, uh, uh, Karin. Yeah, Karin. Uh, and she is on the bridge, and Picard's like, oh, I thought you'd like the bridge. You know, there's, there's a viewfinder. And there's, look at you know, the stars. Look at the stars, and there's just the signs, computers over here, blah, blah, blah. And Data's like, you know, he has this little comment under his breath about, oh, I wonder why he's, you know, like, showing her around. Oh, this is this is not a platonic relationship. You know, he says something like that, really sort of jealous, like, and Picard, like, obviously hears part of it, and he's like, what was that, Commander Data? Like, oh, nothing at all, sir. It's, you know, but the stare that happens after he he claims he said nothing it, it lasts a while. Like the, it does. There's a tension in the room, and everyone's like, "What did I just do? What the hell?" Um, and yeah. you know, Wesley like leans over, like, "Dear, what, what, what's wrong? We playing it?" Yeah. Um, and of course, he has another comment uh, when he's still talking to Wesley about the hypocrisy and. You know, why wasn't he just admit it? And I used to Picard go, admit what, Commander Data? What's, what's going on? He's like, this is not a professional relationship. 
there's an attraction here and it feels so awkward because a there isn't but b because like it's just so awkward to suggest this in front of everyone and picard to have to defend himself like wait what i'm not like i'm not yeah. lusting over the 25 year old and, and and you know you know iris there going and, and she's only she's not interested in older men anyway yeah that that's uh, the line that should have given it away to a few of them troy should have really clocked that moment yeah yeah because this is the bit where, where obviously they start to suspect because troy's like oh i felt human emotion you know jealousy i've never felt that from data before it's weird um uh, but i th- i think she could have got a little bit further on this hunch mm-hmm. so picard wants to know what's wrong with them and they do some tests uh physically he's fine there's nothing wrong with his hardware and Troy's like, well, maybe it's his mind. Maybe we should do some, uh, you know, testing in that sense. So they're, they're doing this testing. And, you know, Picard talks to Jordi to try and, like, hey, you know, like, you're kind of his best friend. Like, can, can you think of any reason why he'd be acting weird? He's like, well, sometimes he tries really hard to be human. And he struggles, so... He gets lost in it, yeah. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's what's happened here. In fact, that reminds me, there was a neat moment, actually, when uh, earlier on when Data was still Data, where Ira cracked a joke, and he said it was funny... And Data's like, oh, I've had great trouble, de- you know, deciding what is funny. And I thought, oh, that's a nice little callback to. Yeah, there's a call- obviously you had the, the more direct reference with Data's origin, and then mm. you know, uh, you know that uh, there's a sense of continuity in this episode. Yeah, I mean, the origin at least, like, I feel like the origin's always going to stick there just because it's always his origin. So whenever the reference is, it is, past, but it's all... it's more just I don't expect to be referenced that often. Um, mm. So when it's like, oh, you know, you know, this is, you know, there's this relationship to that person you know it was just it's just a sense of continuity there's, there's definitely more awareness from the writers of continuity in this show even if it's not that like deep compared to like what we think of as continuity now but there's definitely little things here or there that just oh, feel connected yeah. in the background uh but you know troy comes in and is like okay so there's like two personalities in data and obviously one's data himself and one's ira but ira's in, in control and data's going to slip away if we don't solve this yeah and uh, they haven't even got quite that far yet um mm. She describes that the, the personality, you know, talks about it. It's, and, it's actually uh, Picard who clocks it. It's Picard who... It is. Because it intercuts with uh, Ira talking to uh, Kareen, the assistant, and kind of reveals to her, you know who I am. Like, we can be, I'll, I'll, I'll build you an android body and we can both live forever and we'll see the end of the world or the end of the universe even. And... Mm. It intercuts and she's with, horrified. Yeah, it intercuts with Picard kind of putting two and together because Troy's like describing this like, you know, abrasive, you know, egotistical and Picard's like, does that sound familiar? <laughs> like, yeah. you know. There's someone else they question though, isn't there? Because um, she, she describes that as the personality and then I'm sure there's someone else there who describes Ira and and then he, you know, Picard looks at, at, at Troy and like, oh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Um... Maybe it was Troy describing Ira. Possibly, yeah. I don't remember anyone else. I remember just her and Jordy being in the scene. I don't remember anyone else being yeah, there. Maybe, but... maybe that's right. Because there's, it comes up you know, before where she describes the personality yeah. and then this time where he describes Ira, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so they're putting it together. Um, but he ends up breaking um, Karin, Karin's hand um, because it, you know, Data's got obviously got more strength being an android. Yeah. And... When Picard goes to confront him, because he's in the engine room and he's knocked out Jordy, he's knocked out uh, whoever was down there because they tried to tell him that he couldn't be there, uh, that yep. he wasn't allowed. And Picard comes in and Picard actually gets knocked out at the end of the scene. And Picard's trying to convince him that, hey, no, Data's a life form. Just because he's not technically human doesn't mean he's any lesser than a human being is. He still mm. deserves to live. He deserves not to have his life robbed because you want to steal more time. Yeah, I thought this was a pretty great scene. It's pretty good. No, it's, 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 it's very... 
like I think it's kind of touching because Picard's sticking up for Data, and it, you really feel this yeah. kind of the bond there. It, it's it's one of those moments where it's elevated by the acting. Of course, absolutely. But it's also just kind of baked into the idea of Star Trek, right? The beliefs oh, of Star is, Trek. Yeah. But the, the idea that Picard's sticking up for Data and really cares about Data, uh, I, you know, because knowing from the later movies that I have seen, like, you know, there's a bond there, and it's something that the show's going to like play with over the course of the whole thing. Sure. Um, so seeing this sort of early part of it, this early stage of it, uh, is really sweet. And of course, after he knocks out Picard, it's when Ira finally, you know, because because he, he wants to do like, he wants to do experiments and be a scientist for eternity and everything else. But after he knocks out Picard, he's like, "That was another accident. How many more accidents am I going to have?" So he actually makes his own choice, and I think this is actually maybe the the best choice the writers made in the episode is that they didn't have to restrain him and take it out of him. They didn't have to force him to do anything. He made a choice to realize that no he should let data live and that his knowledge can exist in some other form so he puts his knowledge into the computer it does not go yeah. with his personality it does not go with his human qualities or anything it's just the the raw information the raw data and knowledge that he had yeah because in the computer so it's in it's in the, the ship itself and he gives data data back so they, they come in to find data lying on the on the floor and data like wakes up and he's like why am I on the floor in this position? And why are the four of you like standing around me, looking down at me, Liz? And, and like, yep, he's back. And Picard's like, yeah, I've heard enough. That, that's Data's back. You're yourself again. Yeah. Right, off we go. Um, and, you know, so they drop off uh, the assistant and um, you know, they, they have some fun at Data's expense. They talk about him, like, because he can't remember anything. So they, they bring up, like, yeah, a fight. Yeah. Like, Wesley's quoting back the, the, the eulogy at him. Yeah, he quote that back. It's, oh, you got into a fight with a Klingon uh, thingamajig. And he's like, did I win? And you know, it's a little joke at the end. Um, this actually did oddly remind me a little bit of the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer, specifically the pack from season one where Xander is possessed by Ahina. And at the end, he claims to not remember anything, but actually does. This was actually the, the, the reverse, where he he doesn't remember anything. Um, not that he claims that he so did. It's not like that at all, because he doesn't claim that he do, does but remember. The, but no, but the, the, the scene reminded me of that. Um, in a lot of ways just because in that Buffy episode they're telling him things like oh you know you ate a pig and he's like was it cooked and called bacon uh, in this episode he's like I fought a lot did I win you know I just that part of it reminded me of it even though Zander, even though Xander was faking it of course Data's yeah. not um, no. oh actually I laughed at one I, I, there was two things I laughed at one was uh, now that I was in, in Data's body when he, he walks out into the ship for the first time and he, he sees like a a, a a female officer walk past he kind of like eyes her up and goes ooh and, I thought, yep, data's fully functional. We've learned this. <laughs> the second thing is when they're doing the mental test on him and they're showing him all these images on the screen in front of him, one of them's Tasha. Tasha's actually on the in the loop yeah. to provoke a reaction. That also made me laugh. Because as you know, Tasha had her way with data. She did indeed. She's the reason why we know data is fully functional. <sighs> so it's a... So it's it's such an impactful legacy to leave behind, isn't it? I, I love the idea that when they were, you know, the guy building data is like, oh, he used to have a penis, and it needs to be able to erect. Like it has to have that functionality. No, I get the from the the, the creator's point here. If he's trying to create a human life, create form. life, yeah. right? It, it, it kind of has to. It's is. I don't think he's thinking, oh, it can physically procreate, but it has to be able to have the experience. I love that, and I get that it's Star Trek, so it was like a three D like printer that does it. But I love the idea of the scientist sitting around with like a chiseling a, it, chiseling a, a, a his <laughs> cock. Yeah, <laughs> chiseling is way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, <laughs> uh, how much oh, will we? How much will we take? Will we bring up Data Deck over the course of these seven seasons and four movies? I don't know. I, I'll be honest, I've already lost count. Hey, more than actually that. Actually, there's, there's going to be well, technically not Data, but there's going to be more Picard. But Data is going to be brought up again in the new show as well. So we've got yeah. a lot going on. Um. And Tara's on record, by the way, because she heard you complain about, oh, it's not for me because I've not seen the previous shows. She's like, if Cora wants to drop out, she'll happily step in and review Picard. <laughs> that, that, that was offered uh, most graciously. <laughs> sure it was. Um, but yeah, that is a... That is a, a schizoid man. Um, oh, this is a funny episode. I, I have... I have oh, a, yeah. Like I have no real complaints. I, I the only sort of negative I say is that it's, it's not maybe an amazing episode, but it's a solid one. And I had fun uh, hating the bad guy. I like that he made the choice on his own at the end. I like all the fun with Data acting out a character and the you know all the others kind of reacting yeah, to it. And some good acting with the the differences in personality. Yeah, Spider did a really good job uh, with yeah. that. It was fun yeah. seeing him kind of smirk out a, a character. And we kind of saw that a little bit with the uh, the episode with uh, Lore last season. A little bit. This again. This is very different again, wasn't yeah. it? Because this was. Uh, also egotistical, but in a, and you know superior, but in a very different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this was this was smarmy old man. This was smarmy old man, exactly. So, yeah, it was a solid episode. So, hey, yeah, thumbs up. What we got next? What do we have next? That's a good question. So, episode seven, which is the next episode, is unnatural selection. It's a good title. Enhanced DNA developments trigger an epidemic of rapid aging. Oh God, we're doing rapid aging again! Oh, oh God, the old age makeup is back. The obviously the original series did this. I am, I'm, yeah. I wonder, did they do this like every season? Did they do like a sequel episode to the original? Because obviously we did the Naked Now last season. If this can come close to the Naked Now, we're yeah. in for a treat. Caught amongst its victims is Doctor Pulaski. Okay. Uh, probably the most boring choice. Well, it's amongst the victims. Like, I assume some other main characters might, you know, probably. I, but that impl- implies to me she's the main focus. Po- possibly. Um, I do wonder though if they play with the idea that Data can't be affected by this, so he's like a mm. secret weapon and fighting it. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll see how that is. See how that is next week. Uh, but that was the Schizoid Man episode six. Uh, do let us know what you think of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe. All the usual stuff. You can get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. We can support us for as little as one dollar per month and get a bunch of bonuses, but keep all the content coming, uh, including you get early access to these Star Trek reviews. You get these a week early as well, some other stuff. So uh, go and have a look and see if you want to do that. Uh, check out other content we have. We have classic reviews of twilight zone going up uh, every week with myself and tara uh, and we also mean connor are also a bit more sparadically but we're doing firefly as well which obviously isn't as old as some of these other shows but uh as a as a classic show in the sense hey, it's, it's getting on an age yeah i mean it's like 17 years old now like you know, yeah it's getting there um, hey it's coming up on 20 it's 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 becoming it's becoming old by tv standards in 2022 we can call it 20 years old until then not so much yeah Close enough. Uh, we'll be in Marvel Phase Five by then, so we're not quite there yet. I'm not ready to say that. Jesus Christ! That's. <laughs> I, th- I think you're actually right, aren't you? But yeah, yeah, because Phase Four is only two years. Phase Four is twenty 
20 and 2021. So we're going to be in phase five. It's, it's a really short phase, but I, I assume that's because they're stacking the TV shows in as well and counting them. So it yeah. kind of feels like a, an equal amount of content. It does. It does the plus stuff included, but it, it does mean that there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole round of sequels that aren't in phase four that are going to be in phase five instead. And presumably the first hints of Fantastic Four and maybe X-Men. So yeah, probably. Uh, so that's the thing anyway uh, that's us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it guys on the twitters at mail underscore for channel updates we love you lords keep watching star trek and to everyone but connor live long and prosper <laughs>